I'm rolling. Hey, it's a quote. I'll be your Huckleberry, or I'm your Huckleberry. I'll be your. I'll be a Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you. Really? Okay. Start over. Start the. Don't be yeah, saving those Larry, tapes, Kenny. Really don't be saving those tapes, Larry. <laughs> he went back. He's good. Uh, restart. Three, two, one. Cue the talent. Garage Logic. Nope. <laughs> yep. It's going to be a fun podcast. I, you know what? I, Guys, you might, if very, you have a fast forward button, you I'm might want to just excited. fast forward now. I'm very excited. That's about what you this. get for starting early. I'm see, a, I'm, I'm very excited about this state Wait. fair. Okay. Fratelloni's Ace Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number two hundred and thirteen, August twenty first, twenty nineteen. It was ninety eight degrees on this day in nineteen forty seven. About which more I will say in a moment. And forty four was the low on this day in two thousand four. Uh, in 1947, in the month of August, seven records were set on separate days for high temperatures. <laughs> well, 1947, 72 years ago. That is, yes. And it was a really, really uh, warm, yep. warm August. They would have been really warm at the old uh, uh, cattle barns at the fair in that year. Hell yeah. <laughs> set, uh, Will you shut up so I can hit the theme? Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> And now, from the mayor's office wow. above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Kenny's unwilling to be around us on professionals. With Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, director of social media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense. Your mayor, Joe Sushire. A couple of things from my phone. Uh, yesterday when we were discussing the uh, Ilhan Omar situation and the uh, miserable conditions of her 5th Congressional District, the uh, Tim Christopher, we had him on the show, the mm-hmm. Reverend the Tim Reverend. Christopher, yep. he said, on West Broadway in the Walgreens parking lot, you have a lot of Caucasian dope, dope fiends getting high right now. Where, are the, where is the Democratic leadership to do something for these people? This is a mess. And I just added to his comment, where is Ilhan Omar? This is a typical of what she's not paying attention to. Right. Mm-hmm. Right in the she, heart of her district. And then for my sister, I got a text. Uh, where is it? I got it here, right here. Uh, grabbed a box of old car CDs before we went on the road. Found this in the jacket of a Mandy Patinkin CD from 1990. And it says, we only have 10 years to save our planet. It starts with <laughs> you and it's easy. Pressure political leaders. Love and respect uh, all life. Buy dolphin safe tuna. Turn off the lights. Carpool. Recycle. So in so 1990 is uh, almost what? 20 years ago. No, that'd be more like 30 years, uh, 30 years 30 ago. Years. Almost 30. No, years. 29 years ago. Oh yeah, you're okay. right. Sorry. Jesus God. 29. What was your well, major again? Sorry. Well, how many times are we have we been given the 10 year warning? Mm-hmm. I yeah. think we're okay. I, I really mm-hmm. do. I really do. Speaking of that, I'm in the barber shop this morning reading the uh, latest edition of Rolling Stone, which. By the way, it's just 100% wow. propaganda now. Yeah, I've long since uh, disabused myself of the subscription. Anyway, they had an illustrated history going way back in time, I'm going to say to the 40s maybe, of climate change deniers. Really? Yeah. <laughs> to the 40s? And, and it was like, yeah, the, the, 
and they were very accusatory and mocking, and it was quite hilarious to be to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Would you go at the huge? And there was no uh, no picture of you in there, Suchi boy. I must compliment you on the uh, rural fade that you got. <laughs> that is a short. Um, what is it? A long crew cut or a short? Uh, I don't know what it is. It looks good. It's very manly. Downing notes about Saint Greta, uh, a teenage survi- a savior. How about Saint Greta of Arc? Get it? St. Joan of Arc? St. Greta of Arc, although I think Arc spelled differently. Oh. I've told you that story, haven't I? I, I had, a, I had a, a nun that I was very fond of in grade school, and I always thought her name uh, would have been a great name for uh, a character in a mystery novel. Okay. Her name was, her, she was Sister Jeanne d'Arc. Jeanne oh, d'Arc. D-apostrophe right. A-R-C. No, so I wrote about her in a column once, years later. And I, sp- I spelled it D A R K. That's what I thought it was. And I heard from her. Oh, I heard from fun. her. She was amused by that. I heard from her. It's, oh, it's, it's Jean d'Arc, D apostrophe A R C. So it's something yeah. like So that. in order to be uh, mentioned in your column, I need to be a nun. Yeah. And, and Joe has to have a crush on you. Right. Yeah. No, and then uh, uh, also, uh, I got a note that says, Joe, if Greta would have held off for a few more years on this trip, she could have made the jaunt on one of AOC's trains. They are supposed to be in place to take care of our worldly travel. Planning on driving down to see you at the fair, BP. All right. Let's mention the fair as long as you brought it up. Go ahead. Uh, our friends, Rook, at the Center for the American Experiment are sponsoring our broadcast tomorrow. We will be live at the KSTP building from 12.30 to 2, Garage Logic merchandise will be sold every day during the run of the fair at our old location at the Score North booth. Fill me in on the Center for the American Experiment. Center of the American Experiment. They're online at uh, Yeah, I went American on the, the website y- yesterday. And we're a group of conservative thinkers. Yes. And needed current, desperately. <laughs> currently, they're talking about how solar... Uh, energy is actually harming the environment. So you can find their their piece on AmericanExperiment.org, uh, hmm. and they will. Um, All right. They do a, do a very good job, and they are our state fair sponsor. So visit AmericanExperiment.org to find out more. Got a wonderful email from the chief. The chief who is emailed frequently from his various points of service around the world. Okay, okay. it was wonderful for you, but hurtful for me. Why? What well, he it? took a swing at me like everybody You got thick skin. Yeah. Well, he writes to the office of the mayor. Good day, Mr. Mayor. It's both exciting and comforting Comforting to be walking the streets of GL again. My uh, residential consultant is thrilled to have me home and making trips to the NAC as I chop down a to-do list that's been growing for over a year. We wanted to share a genuine and sincere thank you to the entire mayor's office. Yes, even that knuckle-dragger Kenny. He's complimenting you. He's complimenting you. Well, it's a nice, that's a nice right. compliment. During our time apart, GL was a stable perspective from which to discuss many topics ranging from sobering to hilarious. Even from opposite sides of the earth, we were able to walk the GL service road together. So thank you. GL's ability to remind us practical folks that we're fighting the good fight together is undoubtedly a reason behind its success in podcast form. It's been, <clears throat> it's been fun. Uh, stopping, uh, stepping into the bustling businesses in downtown GL. It seems bigger than when I left. Hot damn, that Grunhofer's is the real deal. Grilling on my deck is one of the things I miss most, and after I obliterated four types of brats like a ravenous grizzly, I caressed a rookie burger off the new grill mat from the RC. Halfway through, she wiped my uh, RC as a residential consultant. Halfway through, she wiped my drool 
like I was a toddler and told me to stop talking dirty to the burger. I washed it all down with some suds from Thomas Liquors before we stopped down at the local Frats Ace Hardware to grab a chainsaw blade and a few items for deck maintenance. That must have been made. Uh, they they must have been uh, out of the climate change thermometers as I didn't see any. Lastly, after a couple of days at the in-laws' submerged lakeweed farm they call a beach, I had to make a call to Aquaside, and they've been very helpful. Good luck. See you at the fair. First rounds on me. Chief. Here, nice. here. Isn't that nice? Nice, Thanks, Chief. And yes, the first round is on you. Yep. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll <laughs> gladly accept that. On me? You see Joe's eyes? Well, he just said he in his email, he said the first round's on me. Mm-hmm. Kenny, I do believe you have thick skin as you uh, showed us the in one of your latest tweets when mm. you were up north on the farm mm-hmm. in your orange pants. Which that was a dreadful photo. It's really, it, it was I can't really, get it out of my head. Really. What's your Twitter handle, John Heiss? I know, I'm, I'm going I'm, in to apologize, so oh, okay. I, I, I'll apologize. So while all of this is playing out, Such, this dumb squirrel thing with Royce, right, mm-hmm. is playing out on Twitter. I'm pro-squirrel. A guy, uh, Jesse, Grainbelt88, says, uh, get Kenny out there in his shorts and boots. Mm-hmm. And so I immediately thought of Val Kilmer in the movie where he says, I'm your Huckleberry, mm-hmm. and I confirmed with John. I said, John, is the quote, I'm your Huckleberry or I'll be your Huckleberry? Mm-hmm. John says, it's I'll be. So that's what I type. And Ooh. within seconds, I get another tweet saying, that's not how he says it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. The I always thought it was I'll be, too. The GLers love mansplaining me. Right now, Rapid Marine at all four locations, Hand Lake, Rogers, Shakopee, and St. Cloud, they're trying to make room for the 2020 models coming in, so there's fantastic deals. How about a new Lund 1775 Impact Sport with a Mercury, 150-horse four-stroke, and trailer for under 270 bucks a month? It's a fishing boat that features dual live wells, rod storage, Bluetooth stereo, travel cover, low-rance fish finder, onboard charger, and a 24-volt Minn Kota trolling motor. Or a new Crestliner. You've all been in a Crestliner if you live in Minnesota. A new Crestliner 1650 Fishhawk with a Mercury 60-horse four-stroke and trailer for under 225 bucks a month. Mention Garage Logic to receive an additional $250 off this great deal. And Chief, if you're listening, ask about military rebates for active and retired service members. And again, don't forget to mention Garage Logic to receive an additional $250 off this great deal. Full Glastron dealership. That's one of my favorite models of speedboats. Their architecture is incredibly handsome. Uh, pontoons, fishing boats, speedboats, you name it. Rapid Marine, all four locations is the place to what about, uh, uh, get yourself back on the water. Accessories. I need Full a, line. I Full need a, line. I need a depth finder. Oh, they got them. They and got every kind motor. you ever want. All right. Ham Lake, Rogers, Shakopee, St. Cloud, rapidmarine.com. Cool. Boys, yeah. uh, do we have bad news about Marjorie, uh, Rook? We have... So I think um, we need to be candid with our listeners. Yeah, yeah. We, we don't have necessarily have bad news, but we have a different news. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marjorie, it looks like most likely, will not kick off our State Fair appearance at, uh, at the Channel 5 studios. She will be on later on during the broadcast, possibly closer to 1.30 or whenever we can get her out. Because this is about as... You guys have never been on this early before. Well, we haven't, and the one glitch in the system is that Marjorie's family members are not bringing her out there this year, which is the norm for her. She has a family member normally accompanying her. This time, Channel 5 is going to pick her up at her house, bring her here, get her over to the Channel 5 studio. So we're pretty much (laughs) at their mercy right now. Well, 
just so we have her at some point. That'll be that'll count. And, and during yeah. the first I haven't day. done a I have not done a state fair without Marjorie. I'm like uh, Casey Stangle used to say, I never played a game without my guy. Yep, his right. guy was Yogi Berra. Yep. No matter where he would put him, he had to have his guy in the in the lineup. I've never done a state fair without Marjorie. Yep. She's my Yogi Berra. Well, we like to kick it about off with her. About as tall. Yeah. And she, we can talk about her being 100 years old. Mm-hmm. And she's still doing it. Uh, today, after he said buying Greenland wasn't a top priority, President Trump canceled an upcoming trip to Denmark because the prime minister dismissed the idea of buying Greenland. <laughs> That's like saying you're not going to go to your neighborhood block party because the neighbor, the host this year, won't sell you his front yard. I thought that was a pretty good line. That's funny. Yeah. A little late on the draw, but... I didn't go because the host of our block party doesn't mow his backyard. (laughs) (laughs) You're still feuding with that guy? I can't stand that. Mow your lawn, shovel your snow. Denmark is a very special country with incredible people, but based on Prime Minister Met Fred Frederiksen's comments that she would have no interest in discussing the purchase of Greenland, I will be postponing our meeting scheduled two weeks for another time. But he was very congenial. I mean, he he was friendly about it, yeah. and he, he talked him up. Well, and, he's and, nuts. And the people. Oh, he's just nuts. That's your opinion. Yeah, it and is. And address the email to Such. He's... he's <laughs> You just don't buy another country. Thomas what? Jefferson did it. Yeah, that was different then. Dream different big, real estate Joe. market. Dream big. Right. You know, I liked, I liked you a lot unseen. better when you were a liberal, Joe. <laughs> oh, no. Joe, not the day before the fair. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I agree with the Trump tweet yesterday? I said, I, Trump says, I'm not buying this Rashid Tlaib's tears. Yeah. Either am I. I'm not buying it either. Okay, you're back in our good All right. Hey, right. 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 probation. Hey, hey, now. Hey, now. I'm going to get out to that fair and give him a piece yeah. of my mind. Iron my shirt. <laughs> well, now, now there's a new quote from the president, though. Kenny, you said oh. how nice he was. Yeah, yeah that piece Trump, I read. He, Trump, was, he was very nice. Trump this morning says the prime minister of Denmark was, quote, nasty and inappropriate by publicly rejecting his unsolicited proposal to buy Greenland. <laughs> My analogy's perfect. I'm not going to the block party, Fred, because you won't sell me your yard. <laughs> How about a new topic? The day before the fair. <laughs> okay, I got some state fair news for you when Here we come we back. Go. When yeah. we come back. When we come back. Let's do this. Ricey here with the Canopy Group Facts. Number one, the Canopy Group writes more new business in one month than a captive insurance agent writes in three years. How is that possible? Let's share other facts to answer that question. Number two, the Canopy Group offers 16 different insurance companies, not just one. Number three, the Canopy Group offers combined single limit coverage, not split limit coverage. Number four, the Canopy Group offers only one deductible at claim time, not two or three or four or more. Number five, at renewal, the Canopy Group shops your insurance with their 15 other companies every year. Captives can't do this because they have only one company. So, if you have your insurance with one of the captive agents, remember they don't have any other options for you. Call 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com. Truth, Justice, and the Souchere. 
Rads alerts me to the idea, or, or alerted me to a Star Tribune piece that admittedly I did not read, but I did once he alerted me to it. And it's a, a column by Jennifer Brooks. Uh, no offense to her, but I don't read her column. Yeah, she's all. She's all right. Well, I, that's I, I, fine. I just, yeah, yeah I, I just haven't made it a habit yet to I, read her. Uh, read her I column. read her frequently. She's not a bad uh, writer. Well, she's got a column today on the uh, state fair is auctioning off a large Paul Bunyan statue, right? Uh, in what the education the building? Eco experience. The eco experience uh, yeah, somewhere over there. It's all flea bitten and tattered, and it's time for it to go. And... Uh, yeah, and it wasn't made to last forever and ever. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of ramshackle and you know, the guy that made it kind of admitted that he just kind of slapped it together was the timing of it because the fair is about to start sure okay. but here's here's the only reason i bring this up i'm, I'm not terribly interested in a, it's going up for auction if you want to buy it right. i suggest we buy it for garage Logic. i don't think it's that interesting. <laughs> Put it right here in the corner right it's uh yeah he looks <laughs> paul bunyan looks like he's had about 20 drinks yeah. <laughs> he's got he's got that look about him. well here's the only interesting thing about this on the other side of the exhibit hall, crews are getting ready for this year's uh, eco exhibit, a nine-ton block of ice. The 18,000 pounds of ice will slowly melt away through the run of the fair, a stark reminder that climate change is shrinking the lake ice season in Minnesota. Are you kidding me? That's why I don't read her. I've probably read enough of her or glanced at it enough to realize that she would well, just... that's not her fault. No, but she, she follows she, the template of believing but in climate I don't, change. Uh, she just stated the facts there. She didn't introduce any opinion there. Sure she did. A stark reminder that climate change okay. is shrinking the lake all ice right. season in Minnesota. All right, stark. <laughs> but, but wait a minute, didn't we just have the report that... Lake levels are higher than they've ever been. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with the uh, the season of freezing. Okay, whatever. But, let me. Will you just quit getting me off track? Yeah, well, track no, I'll, I'll back you it's up. It's August. Ice is going to melt at the fair. It's Will Steger did this. Got it. I'll back you up, Suchi, because it wasn't more than five years ago that ice season went very, very, very long mm-hmm. and actually interrupted the opening of open water fishing season. Didn't we go through all spring my fascination yeah, with not ice re- outdates? Let's not revisit that, please. Didn't we? <laughs> yeah, hmm? <let's> not. <laughs> And we'll damn well do it again next year, too. Maybe we can get a sponsor, huh? But you're right. Steger pulled this BS a couple of years on your show. Came to the show. He's a he's a he's one of the theological believers, and he brings a big ice cube and throws it on the lawn. And says, "See, in August." I said, "Will it's August? Right. It's, in the direct sun. It's gonna melt." <laughs> Now, if you if you really wanted to uh, uh, reinforce the hysteria that is supposed to be believed here by ice melting in August, well, it should have been written this way: the eighteen thousand pounds of ice will quickly melt away through the run of the fair. She 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 says slowly melt away. Oh. You should say oh. it'll quickly melt away. And that would that would compel yeah. more and more visitors to get there and see it quick because it's yeah. leaving fast. Better be here by Saturday. It's going to be two hundred degrees. Boy, you turned her into the great Satan no, 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 Jennifer Brooks, a lovely gal. I, 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 I can't no. take enough for the time. Yeah, right. Don't know her, but uh, can't take enough for the column. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a great piece. We love oh. it. 
Such all of our ancestors did everything they could before refrigeration to keep ice frozen throughout the summer. Hey, packed it was, in sawdust. It was either in ice boxes in the homes or it was out buried in sawdust in a shed, uh, dugouts dug into the side of hills. This isn't a new thing. It's August. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to have the state fair in January, and you're going to tell me that we're going to put nine tons of ice in the building and come on out and watch it melt because of climate change, I'd give you a listen. That might be something I'd believe. We get three straight days in January where it's 85 degrees in Minnesota. I'll change my tune. Sure. But until then... I don't deny that the climate changes. The climate has always changed, and thank God for the depth of the glaciers that resulted in Minnesota, Iowa, and our 15,000 lakes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But to... How many people do you think will stand there with their mouths open, <laughs> stuffing their face full of cheese curds, looking at a nine-ton block of ice melt? And can you picture the guy? <laughs> look at this, Ma! Hey, hey, give her the elbow. Yeah. Look, look, ice. Yeah, wolf some more of that crap down. <laughs> <laughs> and stop by the booth and say hi to the yeah, fellas. Right. <laughs> Let's go to the ice melting booth wherever Right after Sutra's show. Yeah. Go up there and watch it melt. Where's Paul Bunyan? They auctioned him off. Ah! We have to go stop by there tomorrow before the show. We'll do. You know what we'll do? I'm not. I'm we'll not do going a before to watch ice and an after. So we'll do one on our show tomorrow. Wouldn't it be hilarious? And then one right before the Friday show just, next week. We should go over to Andy's and get our own block of ice. Hey, wouldn't it be hilarious <laughs> if we get a cold snap and the ice doesn't melt? Oh, it's, just, it's, it's gonna be. It's, it's still gonna, there next year. It's gonna be nice. It's the first week of the fair. A couple of days are yeah. gonna be fairly nice, not warm and steamy. Well, Seventy-five just a, tomorrow. Just a I minute. Here we go. Here we go. Seventy-five. Uh, six. Seventy-four tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, my God. I really want to own this bleep-faced uh, Paul Bunyan. I mean, he looks pie-eyed. This looks like a very cool, what is the fair, 10 or 12 days? 12. 12. It looks like a very cool, No, nothing in the 80s. No, come next, on. Next Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, the high each day is 70. Oh. Yeah, this is bound to change, That's of course. perfect. But, uh, so that means that ice probably will not melt torrentially. It'll just kind of drip and... Give all the rubes chance to get over there and take a look at it. Why can't I picture this building? The Eco Family Fun it's, Center. Uh, you know where the family, it's Family Fun Stage? Nope. Where Sean Emery performs? Nope. It's just off of Snelling Avenue out by Giggles. Oh, but next to the Ferris wheel. Uh, it's it's over by that big wheel. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's okay. a courtyard away from the big wheel. Isn't that a waste of water? The chunk of ice. Well, yeah. uh, now I'm sure w- with what you did yesterday in picking apart the the sailboat, the yeah. racing yacht. Yeah, somebody's probably going to figure out where that water's going. Well, well not only that, but look, it's going to be recycled into the it had to, pond. It had to be frozen somewhere, which requires power. Yep. Right, and then it had to be trucked there in an yep. evil uh, uh, petroleum-based uh, product. And then, it, then I suppose they had to have some other means of conveying it into the building. Refrigeration, freon, electricity. All to waste 18,000 pounds of ice. I don't know how many gallons of water that would be. Probably not that many. Probably not. No. 
but I just think it's... Well, is it in block form? Well, in liquid form, water, uh, uh, one gallon weighs seven pounds. Uh, Wait, so, yeah, let's do pounds. the math here. What was it? Yeah, I think one oh, gallon oh. of water is seven pounds. Seven let's times, go math. if I remember right. And how many, how many pounds? 18,000 18, pounds. Times 18 equals... You're going to get a lot. You got 126,000. 126,000 120, what? Gallons? Seven, seven seven pounds. 18,000 pounds of ice <laughs> results in... Oh, wait, no, we have to we're, divide. We're I'm gonna sorry. Get some oh, emails. Oh, oh, don't even break yet. He did, he did so, so many. many. that number six, Kenny? <laughs> off the charts right, now. we're going down to 10. <laughs> 2,571. All right, I'll because buy otherwise it. it would fall through the floor if it was one hundred twenty-six thousand. Yeah. Well, let's go right to the. How much does a gallon of water weigh? Let's find out. Who cares what the gallon of water weighs? Well, he wants That's to be how accurate. we do the math. Right. Oh, yeah. see, I was wrong. Eight point three four. Pounds. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let me redo the math here. <laughs> I, eight, I wonder why I thought seven divided by eight point what, Kenny? Eight point three four pounds. Three, what X four in the center square equals two thousand one hundred and fifty-eight. Two thousand. 100, and here come the coins. I think we got it. 2,100 and... <laughs> no! Oh, can't play L. Can't play L. <laughs> See at the fair, ladies oh, and yeah. gentlemen. Make me. Breaking the law. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Mario. Ah, I'm afraid ah, of the doorbell. Ah, Andy, don't that. forget your hat. Let's come back with John Hyde. Okay. <laughs> The Earth is not your mother. The Joe Suchere Show. Say, it's an established fact that uh, R.F. Moeller Jeweler, you know what? We decided they're in the hero business. Okay. You go in there, little down, you come out of there holding your shoulders back and your head high because you've done the right thing. But also, you can not only buy fine jewelry there and watches, diamonds, earrings, necklaces, pendants, you can sell at R.F. Moeller Jewelry. They've been buying vintage watches, jewelry, diamonds, and colored gemstones, estate jewelry for more than 40 years. But you're going to get a fair price, too. Well, absolutely. They've been buying pre-owned diamonds, gemstones, estate, and antique jewelry, and vintage watches, as I said, for more than 40 years. They truly have become the experts at this. Their customers have an insatiable appetite for all things pre-owned, and they're always looking for diamonds, watches, and jewelry to fill that need. So not only is it the best place to buy your fine jewelry, it's the best place to sell your fine jewelry. Give Moeller an opportunity to show you that they are not only the best place to buy, but the best place to sell pre-owned watches, jewelry, whatever you have that you would consider to be estate jewelry. All three locations will accommodate you. Uh, the the uh, flagship store at Ford in Cleveland and St. Paul, 50th in France in Edina, Gavaday Common in downtown Minneapolis, or online at rfmoller.com. It's a, it's a great bunch of people. I've known them for years. That's a family business. They've been in this town for 67 years, and they aren't going away. Hell no. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. State Fair kicks off Thursday tomorrow as we record this. Uh, of course, we will be there on, uh, what, the first day and then Friday the 30th. That's 12, it. Two shows. Yep, 12.30 to 2 o'clock both days at the uh, KSTP building right next to where uh, the radio booth is. Uh, in an effort to keep visitors safe, there will be additional security precautions at the State Fair. Virtually everyone and everything passing through any of the 11 gates to get into the fairgrounds will be screened in some fashion. General Manager Jerry Hammer said, when you get right down to it, when it comes to security, the best place to focus on is prevention. 
Hammer said additional officers have been added. There will be a larger security force at the entrances. There's been more training of staff, more staff hired, he says, and the number of security cameras has also been increased. Like, uh, are we talking pat-downs here? Uh, I would think bags, that sort of thing, anything you bring in. It won't be TSA-type bend over and... I got no shot. There shed. is a special line for that, but it's way back down by the Got midway. Pay extra. Yeah, I will. <laughs> in the, in the, in the old days when the shuttle used to take us uh, quite literally into the interior yeah. of the fairgrounds, you had to go through an external gate. And, you know, it was, it was Fred and Bob from the local Lutheran church, and you could have been towing a nuclear bomb. Right, right. And they would have said, have a good fair. Got it. Have yeah. a good show. It's, or, a little, uh, it's a little tougher in this day and age. Or back then, a cooler full of craft beer. Right. I mean, right. whatever you had with you at right. your disposal. Hammer emphasized the stepped-up precautions aren't in response to any specific threat, just overall safety for everyone at the fair, whether they're an employee. So are they looking for schnapps? Let me just come I was just right going to ask, did you make the buy yet? Did you make yeah. the buy? What about schnapps? Your annual schnapps bottle. Oh, yuck. Ugh. Yeah, that pains me to even think oh. about that. I'm still disappointed we didn't notch it. You know, yeah, we as the Monday, days went by. Thursday, yep. Wednesday. <laughs> Although the State Fair has its police force, it does collaborate with city, county, state, and federal agencies to create what they call a comprehensive emergency plan. Uh, There are some things that remind you that you should leave at home. Uh, Pretty obvious, although one mentioned here is one we just talked about. Uh, Leave your weapons at home. Leave your fireworks at home. Leave your alcohol at home. Ah. Mm. Don't bring any drones. What about weed? Don't bring any skateboards. Is going to be able to get in with his dugout box? I'll be all right. (laughs) And don't bring any hoverboards. Who would bring a hoverboard? Nah, Rookie's know. kid. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Is, is the industry there this year? Uh, the industry is not there All this right. year. Right. Uh, yeah, we had some uh, labor issues. I see. Labor issues. Yeah. None of my kids were working. Cash call? None of my kids were No cash call yet, but coming soon. You get any return on that? Uh, I haven't seen a nickel. Oh, we got some ROI coming. We got some ROI. Did so that labor, did they did they form their own union? Is that what's going yeah, on Yeah, they here? basically they unionized, and I got <laughs> shut out. So Sophia uh, gets fired every year because she doesn't work. How much money am I supposed to bring for you knuckleheads? <laughs> Probably well, about six to, large, oh, six yeah, grand. Yeah, 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 I don't yeah, think. Yeah. Be $10 uh, a pop there, is it really? Is it really? Oh, yeah. Isn't it, John? It's almost wow. as bad as the ballpark. It's about as bad as Target Field yeah, now. Yeah. Can I just have the cash? Yeah. <laughs> I'd rather have the cash <laughs> option, Get on the shuttle home. Right. Uh, so, uh, some bad economic news, more, we just talked about some with Rook's business, but this one, uh, a little more serious. Del Monte Foods is closing mm. its Sleepy Eye plant, and that'll oh. cost nearly 370 jobs. That's according to a notice the company sent to the Minnesota Department of Employment and Economic Development. The company said the plant will permanently close after the current pack season. Uh, that'll be right around October 21st. Because of the closure, 69 full-time employees and 294 seasonal will lose their jobs. The permanent layoffs will begin after pack season ends. Will continue in stages What's until pack mean when they pack the vegetables. Yeah, put it. Yeah. Why is this occurring? Do we know? Uh, the company's website uh, says that uh, they are uh, trying to save money. Basically, it's in, one in of short, one you know. of many plants that are yeah. closing around. But we haven't here. stopped as a culture. We haven't stopped eating corn. Green beans. Uh, no, are, and then that's also changed. People are eating, uh, according to the article, eating more fresh, fresh foods. Yeah. So they're eating less and less of canned foods. Oh, okay, but uh, fresh or organic costs three times the price of 
green beans. If somebody's on a budget, you're going to get canned green beans well, or corn. Don't tell me. Tell them, you know, tell the consuming public. But they haven't been locally owned forever. No, they're, yeah, it's a foreign company that owns them and they're just restructuring. But it's more than just the jobs. I mean, it's housing. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's the farmers. Well, it has to be the lifeblood of the town. It's the farmers that are growing the peas and the corn that right. they're, uh, I mean, this, it's not just a ripple. It's a tidal wave across right. that area. As, Ken, as Kenny said, they are doing some other things Two uh, release from the company said the company will close a plant also in Mendota, Illinois, and they'll sell one that's in Cambria, Wisconsin, along with manufacturing assets from its Crystal City, Texas. The facility. only the only hope they have is if somebody and God hopes somebody would do it would come in and buy the operation and keep it running. Yeah, but who would that be? I have no idea. Or another is is it set up for another industry of yeah, some sort? Like, I, I I can't speak on that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Suspected drunk driver who crashed into a South Metro Starbucks expected in court this week. The incident happened about 8 o'clock Monday night at the Starbucks on Central Park Commons Drive. When officers got there, they discovered the driver of an SUV had crashed into the south side of the building. The driver was identified as 44-year-old Ihar Donaliuk. He was taken to a nearby hospital, treated and released, and arrested for DWI. Police said two people, 29-year-old Stanton Marvin Baldwin and 30-year-old Macy Lane Olson, at the Starbucks, were hurt and taken to Regions Hospital. They were lucky they weren't killed. Exactly. A Baldwin, uh, as of Tuesday, in fair condition, Olson in good condition. Witnesses said it looked like a brick pillar slowed down the SUV, and that kept it from going farther into the store and possibly hurting more wow. people who were inside at the time. One of those people, actually, as I saw in the news last night, was pinned, basically, between oh, the car and geez. a piece of uh, a table. Did you speak on the uh, the driver? I, I was kind of zoning yes. out uh-huh. there. Old? 44-year-old. 44-year-old Ihar Donaliuk, oh. and he was charged with DWI. All right. Because I, yeah. I was thinking about old Doc Larson, the uh, vet from our town, who he went into the front of a building every year, if not twice a year. <laughs> every year. Every year. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think he went through every building in town. <laughs> Yeah. And he had a pinpoint. He just put the little just push pins on the map. I got that one. Hammer, just blackout drunk. Oh. <laughs> watch, watch the windows when you win the building. Hey, right. Doc Larson, make right. sure he's not coming. Uh, I know this was last week, but did we find out who did the, the candy store down in Jordan? I was gone last week. Uh, Is that the the uh, chocolate store? Yeah, yeah the candy store candy right up 169. Yeah. I have no idea. That's uh, a great store. It is. It's a wonderful store. Yeah. We didn't find out who did uh, it? Yeah, we did, but I, I think it was just... Uh, loss of control thing wasn't. It? I don't think it was a. Oh, it wasn't a drunk because it, it happened over you know, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I, I don't know. I, oh, I should okay, say it because I'm not. I'll, you know what? I'll look it up when when I get time here. Okay. When I get well, because it's it's basically 15 minutes from my house. We that's yeah. The, all the yeah. townies in Carver were talking about it. So They're, as a parent, you're outraged. No, as a candy lover, I'm outraged. The uh, the uh, they were very funny about it though. Did you see what they put on their uh, sign? Yeah. Said uh, st- store still open, drive through not. <laughs> Get it? Uh, get it? See, cause they I don't think have, I get it. They don't have a drive-through normally, it. see, yeah. and this car drove through. Right, yeah. right. <sighs> Where's the rim shot when you need it? Yeah, exactly. I'm looking up the uh, car thing here. Mm-hmm. You, everybody been to that store? I've never been Oh, there. it's a great yeah, store. Yeah. I was just there a few weeks you ago. Can, I don't go to you candy can, You can spend two, three hours in there just wandering around looking at candy? all this stuff. If you have kids, no, it's candy, old school pop, candy. It's uh, yeah, yeah. The, like the the Seven Ups, the 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 suckers with the Astro Pops. GL yeah. road trip to the candy store. Who's Hell in? Yeah. Not me. Come on, no. oh, get your money fun. out. Let's go, Joe. Have any candy? Fun. That's right. You're not a sweets guy. I am in the fall for about two weeks when I fight the bear. Got it.
What did you want to know, Chris? It, uh, the article I'm reading says it was a drunk driver. It was it, a drunk driver. It, okay. it doesn't go beyond yeah. that. That's I, uh, that, I, I did not know if it was a drunk driver as if, or as if Johnny mentioned, as Johnny mentioned. Holy it cow. It happened at 1 a.m. on a Sunday morning. So. John Height in the newsroom. Thank you. Bloomington residents have reported recent sightings of a large cat described as looking like a cougar. According to a release from the city Wednesday, residents in the area of 102nd Street and Chicago Avenue have reported two sightings in the past three days. City officials said there haven't yet been any photos taken of the animal. According to the Minnesota Department of Natural Resources, there have been about 30 cougar sightings in the past 15 years. Uh, Those who see or encounter a cougar are advised to stay calm, make yourself look as large as possible, slowly back away, Mm -hmm. and leave a clear exit for the cougar. I guarantee you, as soon as this cougar is treed in some suburban uh, town around, they're going to shoot him. They're well, they're going to kill it. I think so. What what's wrong with you? Just let it go. Well, then, is it taking your baby? More, cougars are more aggressive, though, aren't they? <laughs> Come on. Come on. Give me a break. I've, seen, go on with I've this? seen a cougar twice. About the second time, the fifth song goes. It's so good. Come on, baby, make it hurt so good. Sometimes love don't feel like you should. You gotta hurt so, so good. Thanks, Johnny. And that Did reminds Johnny me. Johnny Cougar? Yeah. Yeah. Where do watermelons go? We call go? it Melon Camp now. Oh, yeah. Melon Camp. Yeah. What do watermelons Cougar. do in the summer? Melon Camp. They go to John Cougar Melon Camp. Yeah. <laughs> That's so stupid. Wait, I can't wait, wait, wait. stand it. Thank you. Pat, you like you that? Know, we're, we're not going to release this podcast. Nah, I don't think we should. He's, we'll not, just even recording. He's not even recording. I, can I see have you. a confession. When I thought of that this morning, I sat and giggled at my table. <laughs> just thinking, I got to do that. This is that why we're at fifth. Johnny, I love it. I chuckled this too, Jeff. This is why six. we're at going the other six. way. Beep. And you're wearing it like a badge of pride. Back it up. President Trump raising some hackles again with a couple of things. Uh, The president said Tuesday, American Jewish people who vote for Democrats show, quote, either a total lack of knowledge or great disloyalty. Trump's claim triggered a quick uproar from critics who said the president was trading in anti-Semitic stereotypes. Trump has closely aligned himself with Israel, including its conservative prime minister, Benjamin Netanyahu. Uh, Trump's comments denounced swiftly by Jewish American organizations. Hallie Seufer, executive director of the Jewish Democratic Council of America, said this is yet another example of Donald Trump continuing to weaponize and politicize anti-Semitism. At a time when anti-Semitic incidents have increased due to the president's emboldening of white nationalism, Trump is repeating an anti-Semitic trope. Uh, it, uh, Logan Bayroff of the liberal J Street pro-Israel group said it was no surprise the president's disingenuous attacks. Uh, then on Wednesday morning, uh, the president adding to the problem a bit, uh, he quoted a conservative radio host who said Jews in Israel view him, President Trump, as the second coming of God. The president tweeted out a quote from Wayne Allen Root, who had spread conspiracy theories about the Las Vegas shooting and birtherism. And he's he's likening Trump to the second coming of God, or is he saying that there are some uh, Israelites he, who say that? He's likening him to it and say, saying he has looked that way in parts of Israel, and then the president retweeted it, which has also caused some problems for the president this morning. So, <laughs> See at the fair. This is, causes me a problem. Uh, the Danish royal family, as you said, uh, Joe, surprised after President Trump scrapped a plan to visit Denmark following comments by the country's prime minister that the idea the U.S. might buy Greenland from them was absurd. He was supposed to visit Denmark September 2nd and 3rd as part of a trip 
to Europe. Uh, he said Sunday the trip had nothing to do with plans to buy Greenland, but then he canceled yesterday. Cancellation left the Danish royal family flabbergasted, while other politicians said the snub was deeply insulting. The Danish People's Party foreign affairs spokesperson Soren Espersen told the Danish newspaper that the president is like a spoiled child. How many acres is Greenland? I'm wondering if I was going to make an offer, would I, 5,000 an acre? <laughs> I don't know. Reavers, uh, can you find that out? Just multiply yeah, it by seven. Isn't it calculate. the world's largest island? Um, it's the world's largest island. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I think up. Australia is, was is a continent. Okay. Yeah, oh, so Australia is a continent. Yeah, that's, yes. Otherwise, that'd be the biggest. I island. was going to say. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Well, hell, every country in the world basically is an island. If you stop to think about it, all of North and South America is surrounded by water. Well, every no. every continent is not every country. Not every country. Oh, I, every continent I meant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, is an island. The Earth is seventy percent water. <laughs> and the rest. Covered by. covered by Fred Smoot. Yep. <laughs> I think we're down to 10th place after <laughs> <laughs> Just jump from 6th to 10th. Here we go. Uh, the total area Here we go. is 836,000 square miles. It does not give acreage, and I'm not about to convert. I don't know how big that is. Uh, we don't so need to know. Big. We don't big. need to know. Well, I, I need to make an offer, and uh, I want to know. Advice I don't think I can follow. According to Energy Star... Keeping your central air thermostat set to 78 degrees is optimal for both cooling and energy efficiency. But that recommendation only applies to the times when you're at home. So when you're at home, you should have it at 78. When you're away from the house during the day, you should keep your thermostat. So right now, all of us, if we're not home, should have our thermostat set at 85 degrees or higher. What? It's at 68. Mine's at 69, so. Yeah. 70. While you sleep. 85? While you sleep, Energy Star recommends... Keeping the temp at 82 degrees no, or higher. No, no, that's that's. I, I wouldn't be able to sleep. I have comments on this following John's news. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. No, for, you don't have to be sorry. For every degree you raise the set temperature of your central air, you'll save about 3% on your utility bill, according don't care how to much the it costs. Uh, it's like uh, when I was talking about the price of gasoline, and Such said to me, what are you, not going to drive? Right. And I, it dawned on me, he goes, you know what, Joe Souchere, mayor of Garage Logic. You're right. Right. I know four dollars a gallon. I, I'm still buying it. There's a price at which we would stop buying gas, but we have not hit that yet. Right. right. And, I, I, and I know what you're going to say about the air conditioning, well, the temperature, because you're at that age. Oh, we're not hitting the outside. I'll close all the doors. <laughs> I have a question. <laughs> Do you guys keep your air on 24 hours a day, seven days a week during summer? Yeah. No. Yes. No. I, I turned mine off this morning, actually. Well, too. let's 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 get what into are, this right now. You're such okay. a liberal. <laughs> and, and and so it begins. No, it's Joe. It's so it begins. The nibbling of uh, telling you what your temperature should be yes. in your house. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this comes from the uh, Energy Star government program, a federal. Did, if if John said this, I apologize. A federal program managed jointly by the Department of Energy. The Department of Energy, by the way, has never created any energy. The Department of Energy and the Environmental Protection Agency that provides information to consumers about energy efficiency practices that not only save consumers money, but also improve air quality and protect the environment. Uh, With heat waves becoming the norm, finding ways to beat the heat might seem mystifying, which is why Energy Star provided consumers with a guide. And uh, the guide is uh, highly unlikely to be followed. They want your central air thermostat to be 78 degrees. Uh, while you're away, as John said, 
Uh, while you're away, you should keep the thermostat set to 85 degrees. <laughs> while you sleep, Energy Star uh, recommends keeping the temperature set at 82 degrees or higher. Sure. No, I, I will. I, I will not. I don't want, and I don't need these people to tell me how I'm supposed to save mm-hmm. a few bucks. Am I wrong in assuming you're using extra energy when you're cooling the house from 84 down to 70? I mean, as opposed to just c- keeping it running. Yeah, you're right. Which is more efficient there? I don't know. Yeah, because if it's at if it's already at that mainline temperature, it's not going to continue to be working hard. Okay, it's temperature today, and then this winter there'll be another advisory. I'll keep your thermostat at, at forty, s- at sixty-two, <laughs> yeah. and uh, put a sweater on. Then it's going to be it's going to be uh, how often you should be able to use your washer and dryer, flush the toilet, and your microwave yeah. oven, yeah. and. Shawl. Pretty soon, uh, electric garage doors will be banned but you because know they require power. We already yeah. get that. Don't you guys get the letter of shame? I get the letter of yeah. shame. Yes. Your neighbors have only used yeah. this amount, right. and you've used, I don't care what my neighbors have I, used. I, you know what I do? I take my phone, and I open up my pants, and I, I take a picture, and then I send it to them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's, that's my response that's, to that. Back to the, <laughs> number 11. Long way to go. <laughs> but back to what it should Out be set tent. at. At that point, why even set your temperature? Just shut everything off and open your windows instead of having it set at 85. Especially today. Well, yeah, like a day like today, that'd be stupid. But it's the... It's the idea. It's the camel getting its nose into the tent here because yep. uh, it's not closed because it, you'll you'll have uh people who uh who probably will say oh my word we we've, we've got to adjust our thermostats to save the earth and whatnot in minnesota you got about a two-month air conditioning season right mm. three months maybe okay a two yeah. and a half two but plus. then what are we supposed to do in the winter not use our furnaces too i mean they're who, gonna... uh, i have a question for you fellas who runs the thermostat in your home is it, uh, it's been a real battle in my house to, really? to reach compromise. It's been a real battle. I finally, five years ago, just stopped. I, I just I couldn't take it anymore yeah. because no matter what it was set on, I was always wrong. Mm-hmm. Always. Me, me too. And it didn't matter. I think it's 77. It didn't house. matter oh, if I was too hot or if I was too Oops. cold. What, what the season was, I was always wrong. Finally, I just gave up. But if it's a 90-degree humid day, you walk into a 77, it feels like a million yeah, bucks. True. For about 10 minutes. Well, it goes down at night. I figure out a way to... <laughs> you tweak it? Well, yeah. well, that's how we were for yeah, years. Yeah. Every time one of us would walk by, we'd tweak it. <laughs> you guys know how much I hate the humid weather. Yeah, right? yeah, I yeah. complain about it often. Last week when we were in Florida, the humidity was intolerable. I had my hotel room set. At 55 degrees. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that awesome? It was so great. Oh, my God. The first thing I did when I got in there, was, it was as, and that was as low as it would let me go. Right. If it, it had let me go down to 50, I would have done it. I Where went you... to a uh, MG gathering in Dubuque, Iowa in early July. And the first night, air conditioning was on. The room was fine. Set at about 68. At about 4 in the morning, I wake up. I'm drenched. It was 101 degrees in the oh. room because the air conditioner, the air conditioner reversed itself and became a heater. It was oh. blowing hot air. Oh. Oh my so God. at four in the morning, I'm down at the front desk <laughs> saying, "Hey, uh, water dripping side. down me," yeah. and I said, "You got to get me a different room." Well, we can't. This this event, you guys, you MG it's... people, you've sold this thing out for a year. There's no other rooms. Oh, no. But this has happened before. We'll get the maintenance guy to bring you up a portable air conditioner. So they brought up a portable air conditioner, vented it out the window somehow, 
And it took all day for that room to cool back down. How did the mayor handle that? Is that well, it was during the day when I wasn't there anyway, so let it cool down. How did the mayor handle Gus coming up at 4 a.m. with the portable? Are you done yet? (laughs) Hey, is it down to 77? Why is it not cold yet? How come it's not 77? (laughs) It was miserable. Jared, could you explain to us your your trends when you're traveling and you stay in a hotel, how you survive the heat or the. I remember a Garage Logic uh, trip where, as I recall, I had the air conditioner on about 67 and the fireplace on. <laughs> that was when we were up at Dutch's place. Oh my God. And me and Hyde got all banged up and we both did the same thing. We wanted a nice fire and we wanted it cool. Well, well that's no. a spring thing in Minnesota where the first day it hits 40, you're driving around with your truck windows open with the heater blasting. Yes. <laughs> that's just a Midwest yes. thing. Say, <laughs> oh. so it's a great back to school sale. You heard me right. A back to school sale at EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake, right on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. A full line of Yamaha motorcycles and youth ATVs and those fantastic Bentelli e-bikes. But right now, the scooters produced by Lance and Sim in California. They've been making these scooters since 1968. Uh, 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 Lance and Sim heard that Tim Bloom of EcoFun was uh, having the back to school sale, and they've added an additional hundred dollars you can take Woo! off nice. so you've got a race star 49 cc 12.99 make it 11.99 a cabo 50 18.99 make it uh, 17.99 and the havana classic 50 and the soho 50 both go from 19.99 to 18.99 these are really really great for students uh college kids you're going to beat the man at the gas pump you won't ever have trouble parking uh ecofund makes a daily trip through the metro picking up uh clients bikes if they need work and then bringing them back to them it's just a slick operation and the way to go and you're going to make uh you're going to make money because you're going to get 120 miles to the gallon 120 wow. you're beating the man well on some of them the race star 49 cc i bet you i bet you're getting over 100 miles to the gallon wow. uh, on the others it's got to be uh 75 to 80 miles to gallon i'm, I'm reasonably convinced it's uh because mine mine is bigger than that and i get i get uh 72 miles to a gallon Oh, here's another. And I have a Yamaha that also was available at uh, EcoFund. We what have do we two got? more bikes going out. Yep. Uh, according to EcoFund Motorsports on Instagram, they were honored today to have Michael Phelps come in with his wife to get a pair of Bentelli e-bikes. She chose the Journey Step through, and he chose the B1 Cruiser e-bike to be just like Joe. Who knew a champion like Michael wanted to be like the mayor? That's what I got. Enjoy your e-bikes. He, That's what he you wanted had. to get one just like. I had my kids. A kid that's got it now. <laughs> you in, got a in, ping in, on that in thing in Illinois. It's, I got to go up there again. Nice work. EcoFunMotorsports.com. EcoFun Motorsports on Highway 61 in downtown Forest Lake. Test drive whatever your uh, heart desires. You'll be set up and taken care of very well. We'll be back in a moment. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Okay, okay, thank you. Minneapolis Park Board will vote today on renaming Calhoun Parkway. Yeah. The Minneapolis Park and Rec Board today, Wednesday, August 21, is expected to rename four parkways that surround Bede, Makaska, Lake Calhoun, replacing Calhoun with the original Dakota name. 
Park Board commissioners who spoke in favor of the name change earlier this month said it was a small step to undo the presence of the lake's namesake, John C. Calhoun, the politician who advocated for slavery and the removal of American Indians from the lands in the early 19th century and teach people about the land's indigenous history. If approved, uh, the new roads would be called East and West Bidet Makaska Parkways, Bidet Makaska Boulevard West, and Bidet Makaska Drive. An online survey by the Park Board uh, showed that out of 741 responses, 57% supported the name change and 35% opposed it. At a meeting earlier this month, a handful of residents who live along the parkway said the new name would be too difficult to spell or pronounce and saw it as an attempt by Park Board commissioners to be politically correct. Some Park Board commissioners were disappointed by the public testimony during the meeting, saying they understood the changes hard, but that it was a step in the right direction to make the lake more inclusive. Quote, we have to move on. In this country right now, we have people who have decided to take up arms because they don't like a certain group of people, Commissioner Londell French said. That's got to end, and it starts with little bitty decisions and little bitty choices that communities make like this. By paying homage to the people that were there before us, by saying we care. What is he talking about? Who has taken up arms because they don't like a certain group of people? Is he speaking metaphorically? I believe he is. What the hell is he babbling about? I think he's referring to the people that want to change the names, isn't he? No, I think he's referring to the people who wanted to leave it as Calhoun. That's how I'm reading this. I'll, that, I'll read, read it again. Read it again. Arms. Read it we again. have to move on. In this country right now, we have people who have decided to take up arms because they don't like a certain group of people, Commissioner Londell French said. That's got to end, and it starts with little bitty decisions and little bitty choices that communities make like this by paying homage to the people uh, who were here before us by saying we care i don't know what he's talking about he's babbling well so he's saying we have to honor the the native americans that were here prior to well we've all we've discussed this ad nauseum uh in garage logic but if uh if in fact uh you want to sanitize the name because calhoun uh, advocated for slavery, uh, your work has only just begun. You will you will never You'll find never the, the, yeah. it. Can be a never ending task. Uh, it's virtually slavery was an unfortunate reality uh, in the eighteenth uh, uh, and nineteenth centuries. Uh, uh, we've we've done the best more than any other country to uh, to uh, go to confession on that. And uh, but if you're going to change everything, uh, you're you're. You're participating in the mystery, which whether you know you are or not, because you are part of the mystery's task is to completely obliterate the history of this country. Equally evil is the uh, Indian Removal Act, mm-hmm. which was a, a it was a it was both sides of the government before and after the Civil War, mm-hmm. and I mean some of our big heroes, Abe Lincoln, the president that followed him. Uh, Grant, all of those presidents, uh, again, north, south, it didn't matter. Everybody wanted the Native Americans gone and eliminated and exterminated or tamed, tied up and put in uh, put in reservations. I, I mean, it was exclusive. Everybody in the country wanted that. Well, then you got to change everything in this country. Right. Everything. And instead of learning from that, and, and you're just... You're putting the blinders on. You're denying that even happened. Uh, uh, the Park Board, by the way, it granted itself authority to rename parkways and roads. 
that's uh, that's kind of preemptive of them, isn't it? Uh, Evidently, the meeting's at five o'clock today. That doesn't do a podcast audience any good. Do you get the New York Times magazine? No, I I really loathe the New York Times. As do I, but they had a uh, piece in the magazine over the past weekend called The 1619 Project, which talks about slavery and its beginnings. And uh, the the, uh, headline, uh, this is by a Washington Post writer, Uh, the headline reads, Our history, as distressing as it is, must not be feared. Uh, the, the smaller headline, we can always learn more and understand better, but a New York Times report attempting that has actually drawn out resentment. Uh, and it's a really interesting piece that I re- It's in the Star Tribune today. Uh, and, and I guess I'm going to have to find this New York Times magazine Well, is piece. this the piece where the New York Times said this was a country founded on racism and not liberty? Uh, it might be, yeah. It might be. And it's getting complaints from both sides of the aisle. Uh, typically, uh, the right side is uh, the right side is complaining about this, and I, and I haven't read the piece, so I'm not sure what it contains. What does woke mean? W O K E. And oh, why is it just, suddenly? It has to become foghornable, doesn't it, it? Yeah, absolutely. What does it mean, John? It means that uh, you uh, become aware of something. You. Uh, know it now but it's you, but you it's given it. it's it's You've given the additional in. it's yeah. given the additional heft of that you're on the inside right that you uh, somehow your virtuous consciousness has been raised because you're woke about something yeah uh, b but isn't b s also S. applies to racial injustice mm-hmm. yeah in alert certain. to injustice in society especially racism yeah mm-hmm. well so what uh, use it in a sentence then i've been woke for a long time who hasn't been? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's an absurd word. It's a made-up yeah, bunch of yeah, BS. Yeah. No, it's foghornable, definitely. Mm-hmm. All right, add that to the list, Rook. All right, I can do In that. In fact, we'll uh, as, well as, as well as trigger, too. Yeah, trigger should be. That's good. <laughs> Give that one, Rook. Trigger? Yeah. How do you introduce a word to the GLXCon, the foghornable list? You run it past the mayor. Well, no, I meant, is there a special ceremony? Do we no, have it? No, no. No, okay. I no. didn't know if there was a... <laughs> no. Is that list on the website? No, it's not, but it should be. Yeah, it should be. And update it with woke and trigger and hubris. I'm hubris. verifying woke on urbandictionary.com, and it's the same, All surprisingly. Right. I don't go to that site. <laughs> uh, okay. How is this different? How is the activity of the park board different than the UK agency that will determine uh, gender yeah. fairness in advertising? In other words, in other words, we're we're placing in positions of public authority people who are taking it upon themselves to educate the very people they work for, and to be the uh, to be the purveyors of righteousness. And there's nothing to stop the likes of this Landell French from. Uh, driving around town and targeting many other things that he thinks we need to be, we need to be, uh, woke. We need to be woke about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Foghorn it, Rook. It's I got, got it. Foghorn. Uh, nope. no, that's, 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 that's your sound. It's the button right next to it. Uh, cause more and more as you find, uh, the closer you get to the tallest buildings and you're led by only one political ideology, there being no balance to it at all, I see nothing to stop this kind of activity from spreading and continuing. I looked up the uh, names of all the lakes in uh, St. Paul and have proclaimed them pretty safe from being woked. 
Okay. They're, there's no... Uh, <laughs> Woked. Uh, <laughs> they're Woked. Uh, Phelan was some drunk Irishman. Well, hell, they all were. Uh, Como was uh, named for a farmer who came from that part of Italy. Uh, what else is there? Phelan, Como. Help me, Rook. What other lake in St. Paul? McCarran, that's pretty McCarran's benign. Lake, yeah. Those were generally farm owners. Uh, Johanna. Uh, Johanna. Johanna's Arden Hills. Yeah. That's not in St. Paul. Oh, sorry. That's yeah, okay. Josephine right. is Arden Hills. Yep. Um, but I've gone down this trail before where I've looked up first governor, first mayor, first et cetera. And uh, a lot of them also, and I know I, I beat this uh, I beat this a lot, but a lot of them really hated the Native Americans. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you're going to, including Sibley, so you're going to have to, you know, you're going to have to start over. Is Silver mm-hmm. Lake? Is that in You're going to have to start over Silver with everything. Right. Oh. A little north. Uh, Cedar's off the hook. We're okay with Cedar Lake. Uh, Harriet will make it, even though Harriet is named for some woman who was married to one of the generals who worked for Calhoun. You could find her guilty by uh, contact. Beaver Lake. That's uh, I think that's in Maplewood. Oh, is that technically Maplewood? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just looking uh, at the list. You got a problem with Beaver? Not at all. No. White Bear is off the hook because it's honoring Manitou. Uh, you know, right. It's, the great white bear and the legend of the uh, the brave who uh, was courting his love interest and Keller. Tried, to, tried to warn the other people about a war. And Keller Lake? Oh, yeah, Keller. Keller was just, uh, I don't know, Keller is... Uh, Maybe a Helen. defense company. I think Helen. Oh, Helen. Helen? Mm-hmm. Helen Keller. John, you got more news for us? <laughs> John didn't even start. No, we're going we're gonna to come back. Oh, and, I see. And, with uh, more news? Sure. With, with John. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. All right, GLers, state fair is tomorrow. It starts. Yeah, that's a big food fest, but if you're sick of fair food already, i got a great place for you to go. Date night, get over to Jack's Cafe, Northeast Minneapolis. Jack's Cafe is three generations. Billy does a great job with his staff, and it's three generations that know how to prepare wonderful food, but also entertain. They've got great private dining. They've got all sorts of rooms. Uh, maybe it might be a group of 10. It might be a group of 400, whatever the case may be. Check in with them. Maybe it's a work party. Planning that Christmas party, they want to please you, and they've got a great menu to select from. So go to jackscafe.com, J-A-X-C-A-F-E.com, and don't forget to tell them that the rookie sent you. The patio out back, it's fabulous. you got a limited number of days for that patio. It's classic. You will go back every time for the patio. You're going to go back time and time again for the food and just the general atmosphere. It's jackscafe.com. If you're taking out your gal or your guy, don't forget to ask about the Rookie Date Night menu. Ask for the Rookie Date Night menu. It includes a free bottle of wine. So for all of your private dining needs, and if you're just going out for a little fun, maybe a little happy hour, they make great cocktails as well. Jackscafe.com, J-A-X-C-A-F-E.com. Don't forget to tell them the Rook sent you. Suchi boy. And where does the where does the Rook wor- uh, work? Where does the Rook what? work? What? Where does the Rook work? He works for GL Podcast. Oh, at the GL Podcast. Yes, right. that's what you got to say. Tell right. them the rookie from the GL Podcast and Table Talk with the Rookie's Family Podcast. Oh. <laughs> Everything okay, Joe? I, I I think I'll be okay. Joe, I've got good news and bad news okay. for you, my friend. Good news is uh, we've got brand new Krabby coffee shop mugs 
that we will have this year at the Minnesota State Fair. Wonderful. It's fantastic. The bad news? Oh, no. We won't have them till Friday night. Yeah. We'll also have GL window clings. Picking those up right after. That's yep. right. That's right. So if you're coming to the fair tomorrow, I'm sorry, we'll, we will not have any uh, Krabby Coffee Shop mugs there for you, but uh, starting but, Friday night, we will. And the, the GL merch will be available the entire run of the where, fair. Where do we get that? That's still at our old location, which is now the Score North booth. All the GL merchandise will be sold there. We're using that as storage? Basically. Whatever the Krabby Coffee Shop is serving with that number one blend that they brought in. There's one blend and one blend only, and if you don't like it, you can get the hell out. <laughs> the darkest, strongest blend. Yeah. I had that this morning, wherever it was. It was. Oh, that was the, the stuff we were trying before uh, yeah. that we decided on. No, there's now a Krabby Coffee Shop blend, and there's a GL blend. You get those from thecoffeegrounds.com. Be sure to ask or mention GL code 20. It's a GL 20. All right, here's Johnny. Thanks, Joe. Uh, the Wild, uh, somewhat breaking news, I know it's a podcast, but the Wild have named their new general manager. Well, they haven't named him, but we know who it is. Judd Zolgad. It will be Bill Guerin. You guys know Bill? Bill no. Guerin. No. 48 years old. He's been Pittsburgh's assistant GM for the past five season, uh, seasons. He Thanks, Clem. Yeah, yeah, I Clem. past five seasons. He was the Penguins player development coach from 2011 to 2014. Uh, according to the Penguins team website, Garen helped develop the Penguins minor league, junior, and college prospects as development coach, many of whom were key contributors to the team's 2016 and 17 Stanley Cup titles. After New Jersey drafted him fifth overall in the 1989 draft, Garen played 18 NHL seasons with eight different teams. He won two Stanley Cups, 1995 with New Jersey and 2009 with Pittsburgh. Oh, he played with Chorsky. He scored 400. Played with the Brats, too, then. Because Chorsky was on the 95 team, wasn't he? Wasn't yes. Bratz on that team? Oh, yeah, he was. That, uh, oh. that one? Yeah. Uh, he scored 429 career goals, 856 points in 1,263 career games. He was the eighth American-born player to reach 400 goals and 400 assists. He's a native of Worcester, Massachusetts, attended Boston College. He was Ooh. In... What? Nothing. He was inducted into the U.S. Hockey Hall of Fame. In 2013, and played on three U.S. Hockey, Olympic hockey teams, uh, 1988, 2002, and 2006. Uh, Tom Curvers, who served as the Wilds' assistant GM under Paul Fenton and was the team's interim GM, still has two years remaining on his contract. So, Bob yeah. Guerin. I'm looking uh, him up on Wikipedia Bill, right Bill, now. Wasn't Bill. It? Bill Guerin. Bill Guerin. How do you yep. spell Guerin? G-U-E-R-I-N. Bill Guerin. And I'm reading a Judd piece now about it, but he's not offering any opinions. Come on, Judd. Tell me what I need to know about this guy, you dumb dumb. Judd probably already wants him fired. <laughs> that's what that's what I want to hear from Judd. I mean, uh, this piece from uh, Score North, he's just offering up facts here, and, and I don't care about facts. I want opinions. They, they, they only have one problem. They don't have a superstar. They don't have a sniper. They don't have a guy who can get you a goal. They don't have an Ovechkin. They don't have a Crosby. That's their problem. Is there anybody available? Uh, they're hard to find. Yeah. Isn't the locker room still all back-ass word and nobody's listening to anybody and there's no real leadership in well, the Well, and a guy room? like this will have to take care of it. Yeah. Uh, in News uh, Wednesday marks a major milestone for Minnehaha Academy. It's the first day of classes at the school's new upper campus since that deadly explosion two years ago. School leaders have said they hope the new building can represent a new beginning for students and faculty. 
Minnehaha Academy staff hosted Celebration Walk and Ribbon Cutting earlier this week, giving students their first chance to see the new building before the start of school on Wednesday. School officials call it a reimagined space that will meet the needs of future de- uh, generations while integrating their history and legacy. A blast happened uh, during summer break two years ago as work crews were moving a gas meter. It killed a receptionist and a janitor. The new upper campus includes pieces of the past, like old bricks and memorabilia, and a tribute to the lives lost. The school also has larger open rooms with more natural light. A much, light. much larger footprint. Uh, that facility is now is huge. And uh, just yesterday, they removed the temporary classrooms from the south campus, where the uh, elementary was. I can't remember if I saw, if I heard the explosion or I saw its aftermath in the sky. But I, one of the two. I was on a hill in that area, yeah. and I could either I, I can't remember if I heard it or I saw it. You must have been across the river. Yeah, 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 up on that hill. Yep. Is that the part of town where you cross the river twice? Yeah. Oh, got yeah. it. Oh my God. Former University of no, Minnesota that's Lake Street. Oh, that's uh, Such calls it Marshall, the Marshall Bridge. The Marshall it's the, it's Bridge. The, it's, it's the Lake, Lake Street Bridge. It's the Lake Street Bridge. You got to tell the story. Kenny and Joe go to the. We went to the concert, right? Oh my God. Yeah. The guy must smoke an ounce before he goes. No, no. Joe, no, I don't. Joe, why, why are I we getting smoke on, anything Why anymore. are we getting on southbound 35E when we need to go into downtown yes, St. Paul? Yes, I got if my way. anything, get on northbound 35E or no. go I'm down to, right go to west 7th right or anything. Go up to... Uh, to get to the X, I crossed the river twice. Shepherd go Road. up to Summit. Road. Yeah, go, go to Old Shep. But no, we're... And then we're driving the bluffs, and we're going through neighborhoods. Right, right. <laughs> Hang on, i got to swing through Egan. Such is waving to his supplier. Welcome to Zumbrota. And then we're, do- then we're down in that neighborhood where all the Mexican restaurants are, and then yeah. we get on, like, Robert or no, one of Wabasha. those. Wabasha. Well, yeah, Wabasha. Yeah. And then he goes, I got this awesome parking spot. Well, he's right. The parking spot in the garage is awesome. Problem is, it's about ten blocks right. from the arena. It's right. about so five he, he does the suit shuffle over there. Have you ever seen the guy walk? He's got the weirdest gait. Well, here it is. Wide Bad world. waiter, good walker. But it's He'll a weird. There. It's a weird yes. kind of. Yes. It's like a car that's dog tracking. You, you know what? You know when a car dog tracking. tracks <laughs> kind of drives crooked down the road. That's Sucha's gate. Oh, and he's talking. I got you to, there, didn't I? He's talking to strangers, oh. and it's. It I remember a, uh, we were hosting oh, a suite for a concert rain. then, and that's you, what it was. Yeah. You, you guys walked in, and Kenny just looked at it, shook his head, oh. and went, "You wouldn't believe the route this bleeper took here." <laughs> Every wild game. Yep. Oh, your He'll poor you family. There. Your poor they family. They don't go to the wild with me, so the hell with them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll meet you there, Dad. Yeah, there we go. We're gonna take an Uber. <laughs> uh, President Trump this morning, Wednesday morning, uh, talking to reporters, declared himself the chosen one when it comes to U.S.-China trade war. The president's self-aggrandizing remark followed a string of criticisms aimed at his predecessors, whom he claimed had ignored China's alleged malpractice on trade. Trump told reporters, this isn't my trade war. This is a trade war that should have taken place a long time ago. Somebody had to do it, the president added, looking at the heavens and saying, I am the chosen one. Oh, boy. President, uh, oh boy. president committed, somebody had to do it, so I'm taking on China. I'm taking on China, and we're winning. The president said, I was put here by people. I was put here by people to do a great job, and that's what. The problem is those people that put him there are now turning on him because of this trade war and what it's doing to the economy in the rural areas. This bean thing is killing the farmers. Anyway. 
Do, did that would that have affected Del Monte? I bet it did. Well, uh, th- we're talking soybeans here, not green beans. But okay, I, it was a question I didn't know the answer to. Forbes' annual list of the highest-paid actors in okay. the world is out. It's all right. The highest-paid actor? Who is it? Oh, it's got to be Hanks. No, it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. What? Johnson, who's currently on the big screen in the Fast and <laughs> that's acting <laughs> in the Fast and Furious spinoff Hobbs and Shaw, earned eighty nine point four million dollars between June first, twenty eighteen, and June first, twenty nineteen. Uh, he actually finished uh, second last year. Johnson made one hundred and twenty four million from June twenty seventeen to June twenty eighteen, oh the God. most someone had ever made, primarily from acting in the history of Forbes Celebrity One Hundred list. Uh, wow. Last year, the top paid actor because of his tequila company was George Clooney. He made $239 million last year. Casamigos? Casamigos. Casamigos. Uh, he did not make the top 10 this year. Uh, this year's list also includes five actors from the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, wait a minute, John. Yes. So, so they're including all income? Income, Not yes. just entertainment. Not just, okay. not just acting. So no, then The Rock's, not not all of that 100 Some's and whatever. Yeah, sure. exactly. He does ads for But him. all reports say that he's a hell of a good guy. Uh, that's, that's what I hear. He's, he's a guy's guy. He's one of those. That's what I'm hearing, too. Yeah. And Doesn't he, he want to run for president? He's got... <laughs> you get he joked about it. I know yeah. that. Such, yeah. he's got one of the most marvelous car collections you've ever really? seen. Yeah, just Google it after the show. All You're right. going to love this guy's yeah. cars. He just got married, too, two days ago. Oh. Early on that's in, too bad. Early on in his career, uh, he befriended uh, a, a, a guy with special needs, very yeah. special needs, and he, to this day, still connects with them and is very involved in his life. I saw. I don't remember what show it was on, but like special needs, special needs, or special needs like Sooch? No, special needs, special needs. Okay, the real special needs, the are real, real deal. <laughs> yeah, right. The uh, right. Sec- second highest paid actor. I I don't even know if I know who he is. Chris Hemsworth. Yes, he played do. Thor. Yeah. Thor. He played Thor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't see Thor. Sorry. Yeah, what'd you think of that Thor movie? I thought it was great. Uh, Robert Downey Jr., Bradley Cooper, Chris Evans, and Paul Rudd, also in the top ten. Adam Sandler cracked the top ten for the first time in a while, thanks to his Netflix deal for multiple movies. criminal. That's just criminal. Are you kidding me? Phone, wallet, keys. That's a great tune. Oh, God, help me. Passport. (laughs) Netflix said uh, that 73 million households watched uh, Sandler's movie Murder Mystery in July. Seventy-three million. That doesn't. Seem I'm possible. sorry, but Adam Sandler has put together f- some funny stuff yeah. with Paul Blart. Or no, how what's fun that guy's would name? it be to hang hang out with Sandler? It would be. It would be fun. Yeah, he's awesome. What do you think, Joe? I'd rather hang Adam? out with Spencer Grunhofer. There you go. Well, Grunhofer's old-fashioned meat market, the north end of Hugo on Highway 61. Damn straight. Heading into the first weekend of the state fair, you're going to go to the fair, but you know what? You're going to save a little room because yeah, when you yeah. come home. You're going to continue your grilling brackets with some of those great brats from Grunhofer's Old Fashioned Meats. 130 different pork. Well, here's the other deal. Brat flavors, and you do not boil them like that poor guy from Marquette, Michigan, who drove down here, got back at two in the morning, put them in the in the in the refrigerator to thaw for the next night for him to take them out to the grill. Comes home only to discover his wife was boiling them. That that's grounds for a divorce. Yeah, it, it just ruined his it ruined that's his whole trip. Irreconcilable differences. Yeah. But remember, if you are going to 
gorge yourself with food from the state fair, you can freeze all this stuff. That's right. You can freeze the rookie burgers. You can freeze the brats. You can do all that for I, after. The I fair. unthawed my rookie burgers last night. You know what the guy from Marquette wrote to me too? He said I stopped every every about every hour just to check to see if they were doing all right. In the the fellas cooler. doing all right. Now? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then the wife. And then the wife boiled them. Oh, they were still good, but not the same not experience the same. he was after. Not no. the same. You double-check this with the people at Grunhofer's, because uh, if you have any questions, these are professional meat cutters. Yeah. And they uh, they got the white aprons, the whole deal. Spence, They're going to tell you how to do this. Spence needs those big, big stickers they can slap on every package. Yeah. Do, do not, not boil! boil. <laughs> do not boil. Yeah, right. <laughs> and not just brats. Every just, meat imaginable. It is a meat bazaar right there on the north end of Hugo on Highway 61, Grunhofer's oldfashionedmeatmarket.com. Wait a minute. Was he here for the ruling? Kenny was the one not present that day when you de- declared the official ruling. What is it? If any member of the staff is making a Grunhofer's run, they must inform every other member of the staff. I'm looking directly no, into the deceiving well, eyes both of John and Reavers, have done Reavers it. did it after I did. Yeah, so. I did. That cannot happen anymore. But the rule is, Kenny, Stop pay attention. You have to be present day of said run. Right. So if you're not on the show that day, you're, you don't you don't oh, get you don't participate. Oh, the Kenny rule. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I see. An elderly couple. Uh, this this makes me very sad as I get older. An elderly couple have spoken of their disgust after a hotel waiter on their bill for their drinks put old people as the description of them oh. sitting at the table. Oh, Phyllis and Robert Hidden noticed the terrible wording on their receipt after enjoying a lunchtime drink and a bite to eat last month. This happened in Great Britain. Uh, just above the total, 11 pounds, was the words, table, old people. It's thought that the waiter, whose identity isn't known, typed the words in an attempt to identify who the bill belonged to. Oh, hell yeah. It's the old people. Get this order, order to them. You know what they write on Joe's receipt? What? Crosses the river three times. <laughs> <laughs> that's his native. That's his native name. Yeah. <laughs> he who crosses the river twice. But wait a minute! This happens in the service industry all the time. You, a woman with blue hair, whatever. That's what they do. But you're not supposed. To, the customer isn't supposed to see right, you. Right? Keep that ticket, I suppose. But lighten up, lady. Mine's always bleep heel. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the retiree demanded an apology, but didn't get one until a month after they called back, and oh. that made both the husband well, and wife very they? angry. How Eighty. Old? Eighty. Well, they're old as dirt. Right. Yeah. That's old. Accurate. Yeah. Uh, the Riverside Hotel apologized, and uh, they're a three-star establishment within a converted 17th-century tannery. Sounds like a really fun place, yeah. actually. Sounds Describes wonderful. itself as great for families. At the height of daytime on Monday, the sky... How would you handle this, Joe? The sky suddenly blackened, and day became night in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Nobody, well, they've got bad forestry practices. Yeah, but nobody the, knew that. Amazon is burning. Yes, and Amazon that's on rainforest. Is it because they're not using the right light bulbs? No, they get the dry season there, and they get fires every year. But these are particularly bad. They actually year. don't in the uh, rainforest. This, is, this, this is, is very unusual. No, it is the rainforest that yeah. they have, but it's very unusual. It's happening this year, so nobody knew what was going on. Uh, traffic jams can stretch for dozens of miles in this area, but not that bad. One person, as soon as it happened, cried on Twitter, "Apocalypse." Another writing, the final judgment is coming. Experts try to figure it out, but their conclusions at times appear to be conflicting, deepening the mystery. The National Institute of Meteorology said the city, which sits at an elevation of 2,500 feet, was, quote, inside a cloud. Others explained that it was a cold front. Metsul, a Brazilian meteorologist, 
Ophthalmologist. Meteorological. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Company said the culprit was smoke that had come in from forest fires in Bolivia, Paraguay, and remote parts of Brazil. In fact, it looks like it was a combination of all of that, cloud smoke and a cold front that ushered it all in. The news highlighting a number of forest fires in Brazil, which rose by more than 80% this year, according to data released from the National Institute of space science. Well, it was very eerie looking. Yes, yeah. you in the back. So uh, we all know Mike Fratelloni very well. He's yeah, our sure. guy. Yeah. Fratelloni's Ace Harbor and Garden Store. Right. Sure. Just to show you guys the depth and how much thorough uh, preparation we take for each and every beer show yeah, Thursday right, night. Of course. of course, tomorrow night, I just got a text from Mike. Hey, forgot to ask. We still doing the fair. Whoops. <laughs> Well, are you doing the beer show from the fair? We will be doing the beer show from the score nice. booth tomorrow yeah. night. You'll just be hammered. Oh, won't you? gassed. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, boy. So we'll uh, see you all on the shuttle bus tomorrow? I cannot yes, wait. Uh-huh. I need the schedule for that. Is it posted down the hall? Top of the hour and at 30. That's Every when they hour. leave here? That's when they leave here. Top of the hour and at 30. Yep. I'm, uh, I'm taking right. the 11. How about you guys? That's math you can figure out. <laughs> I can do that. I can, you can figure that out. You well, know, I'm going to come over here and prep and then probably take an 11.30. See you at the fair. Inky's yeah. already chimed in. That's a good. we we'll, got to uh, see our we'll old see friends. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's going to be you fun. Bet. Can't wait. They can't kill us. We're back like cockroaches. <laughs> <laughs> we, thought, we thought we'd never be back. <laughs> All right. See you tomorrow, GLers. We will be at the fair. State Fair, Channel 5, booth 1230 to 2 o'clock. Come on out and see us. We'd love it if you would rate us on iTunes. If you need more information about sponsorship, past podcasts, or anything in general, check it all out at garagelogic.com. See you at the fair.